Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. song tears for fear 742 gorgeous day but what a mess here in new york city right outside my window here on third avenue a lot of cops more this morning than yesterday and that's because the president of the united states is set to drive by here what would you estimate noam what do you think joe biden actually drives by here if he's set to speak at 10 30 at the u.n and we're just blocks away these studios from the U.N., um, and he did drive right past here last year. He but, did, yeah. Yeah, so what time do you think he'll be? If he's set to speak at 1030, what are you thinking, about 9-ish, 930? We'll know because all of a sudden you'll see a big buildup on the street. My guess is he's going to come right down the exact same street he did last time. Yeah. So probably in, what is it, uh, almost 8 o'clock, I would say, about 930, I bet, we'll start to see the commotion outside, and then you'll see him ride by. 49th Street is already closed. There are motorcycles. There are police cars. They are uh, getting in, getting ready. Uh, you're right. We don't have the volume yet that we'll have probably in about an hour as we draw closer to the president's speech. But, hey, they've been lining up out there since I arrived here at 4.57 a.m. this morning. So Chad Lopez is back in town. What do you say, boss? Looking good and rested. Hope you had a great vacation. I know you deserve that. Chad came back and said to me, and I quote, America is alive and well, which is what Joe Biden should say today at the U.N., because I think a lot of people listening right now don't believe that that's the case. In fact, they think America is the total opposite, dead and sick, not alive and well. But you saw some of the most beautiful parts of this country. Hop on for two seconds before I go to uh, Gordon Chang. Let's get Chad on for a second. And um, he took a bike and uh, did the whole, I don't know how many states he went to, or good morning, boys. How are you? Good morning, Sid. Good morning. How was that uh, vacation? Uh, It was great. Uh, You know why I look so great? Because I'm relaxed, and I'm happy to report, like I said, America is alive, beautiful, and well. Well, It is. How many states did you actually uh, go through? So we we started out in New York, and we ended up in uh, Tennessee. Wow. On the border of uh, Tennessee and North Carolina. So you probably went through about six or seven yes, states. Yes, yeah. Tale of the Dragon. And I got to see. And you know what? 
Everyone was nice. It they were happy. Yeah. It's a it was lush. It was green. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a good way when you're in New York for this long. Sometimes it's good to get out oh, and drive, 100%. and you start seeing you know. The, the fresh air, everything was great. And then, the people were kind. And then you start to see why people who leave this state end yeah. up in states like North Carolina and Tennessee. Right. Because they're lush, they're green, they're beautiful, the yes. people are nice. Yes. All they care about is country music, barbecue, and, and uh, college yes. football. That's yes. it. They care about respect, America, morals, family, right, religion. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what religion. They're all religions, right? And uh, and it's it was great to see, and it was nice to <laughs> To be a part of that. It was. Uh, I, I, it I, really was. I mean, you look like a million bucks. God bless you. Look at you. Came back a different man. I'm yeah. a happy man. Well, good for you. You deserve it, man. You're a great, great boss and a great Thank guy. You. And congratulations Thank on, you. Uh, Thank on a great trip. Uh, let's move over here to, uh, to Gordo. You know, I had the chance to meet Gordon and Lydia Chang at our beautiful gala a couple of weeks ago. And uh, that was a, a heck of a lot of fun. Of course, you can follow Gordon on Twitter. He's at Gordon. It's really X now. It's X. Gordon G. Chang. And Gordon has a new booklet out. It is China is Going to War. And it's out right now. So without further ado, here's my friend Gordon Chang. Gordon, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm fine, Sid. And thank you. You know, by the way, talking about road trips, we, Lydia and I are on a road trip. We are going to go through when we're done, I think, uh, 19 states wow. speaking to her, and we are seeing America, and I can report as well that America is alive and well. There you go, Chad. Now you got Gordon Chang on your side, too. How that, about that? That's a big endorsement. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing it, Chad? How to bike? Are you doing like a Winnebago? How are you guys uh, doing the country tour? We're doing it in our Chevy. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's real America right there. Chevrolet and all over America. I love it, Gordon. Well, good for you. And, again, it was great meeting you and your wife over at the gala a couple of weeks ago. But let's get right to it. Joe Biden, these streets here by 49th and 3rd, lockdown, cops everywhere. This is the big morning. He's going to speak at the U.N. Assembly coming up now in less than three hours. And one of the major topics he will spend time talking about is this Ukraine-Russia war what do you expect Biden's going to say today? Any solutions, any any hope of ending this thing sometime soon? What do you think Biden's take is on today, today on the Ukraine-Russia war? He will say exactly what he said in the past. I don't expect anything new um, because I think Biden is just sort of clueless in a sense. Now, I think his policies um, are right. It's, you know, as Bill O'Reilly said before your break, look, the Chinese view this as a proxy war. They don't think it is a war between Ukrainians and Russians. They see it as a war with the United States. And so, therefore, it puts the war in a very different context. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. Oh, I agree with that to a certain extent. I do think they're paying very, very close attention. But, uh, you know, I just saw a story just yesterday that they can't be paying that much attention to it because uh, this story in more than one place says that the Chinese have been flying over 150 
over 150 planes over Taiwan. So that sounds to me like the Chinese are getting very, very close to doing something there, which would be catastrophic. As you said many, many times, there are two ways you pretty much guarantee World War III. If Putin goes into Poland, that's a NATO country, and, of course, if the Chinese go into Taiwan. And it looks like China-Taiwan maybe right around the corner. Yes, and it could also be China-Philippines. And we have a mutual defense treaty with the Philippines. At Second Thomas Shoal in the South China Sea, for the last uh, about four or five weeks, China's been engaged in intensified activities to prevent the Filipinos from reinforcing um, Second Thomas Shoal. And it has gotten very, very belligerent recently. So it's Taiwan, could be the Philippines, and could be other places as well. Um, But China is taking its cue from seeing the way the United States and Europe deals with Ukraine. And if we're successful there, I think China will be impeded from any invasion plans in East Asia. But if we fail, then I believe Xi Jinping will see a green light. Gordon Chang, follow Gordon on X. Gordon G. Chang, get his new booklet. It's titled China is Going to War. You said you like Biden's policies when it comes to the Ukraine. As far as I know, the policy is Zelensky calls, says, I want a ton of money. Biden gives him twice as much. And that seems to be the quote unquote policy. And it's not working because this war is now going on 20 months. And you know as well as I do that if we really had a policy on ending this war, we could have done it a year and a half ago. So what exactly do you like about Biden's policies? And if it's not working, what can he do better? Yeah, it's certainly not working the way that it should. And we should be giving Ukraine the weapons it wants. Um, And uh, what we have done so far is try to manage the war, to try to not anger Putin too much. And that has led to this war being dragged out. Um, So in that sense, I don't like what Biden's doing. But I do like his overall support for Ukraine because it does mean, therefore, that Ukraine has a chance of winning. You know, we just saw North Korea um, meet with uh, Vladimir Putin in um, Russia. And there there's the suggestion that the North Koreans are going to be supplying ammunition and other high consumption rate items to Russia for use in the war. That's basically China. I think they're using North Korea as a cutout. So we are seeing the basically the gelling of a coalition that is fighting in Ukraine. It is not only Russia, it's China and North Korea. Boy, it seems like there are so many countries, continents, whether it's Africa, whether it's China, in the, uh, whether it's uh, Russia, all these people at this point hate us. And I know that Ukraine continues to be one of our friends, and Biden and Zelensky are very, very close. But it seems like the list of countries and continents, the more you and I speak, are starting to grow on a daily basis from people around the world that would love to see the West completely destroyed. Is that a fair assessment of what we've talked about? That is a fair assessment, and there you can blame Biden because Biden has opened the door for effective Chinese diplomacy to recruit our friends. So, for instance, Saudi Arabia. You know, during the Trump years, the U.S. had the best relationship with Saudi Arabia since FDR, who established the relationship in 1945. Um, Biden opened the door to Saudi Arabia moving to China, as well as the other five members of the Gulf Cooperation Council. Biden opened the door in Brazil by supporting Lula da Silva in his election bid last year. And by the way, um, those, those had, two guys are set to meet today. Biden will sit with Netanyahu and the Brazilian president you just mentioned. 
Yes, and, and Lula has been leading the charge on de-dollarization, in other words, getting rid of the dollar. And so that would never have happened if Biden didn't support his presidential bid. So we are seeing um, Biden support leaders who dislike or hate the United States. This is really, truly misguided atrocious diplomacy on the part of the president, our president. And people think what he did uh, just yesterday may have been the worst yet, and that is Iran back in the news. You remember, of course, when he was vice president, we had that awful deal that Obama and John Kerry put together, that Iranian deal, which we know for a fact. I used to speak, Gordon, to Ben Weenthal about twice a week. Ben was a guy living in uh, Germany, but he wrote for the Jerusalem Post, And he would write articles almost every week confirming that Iran was breaking the rules of that agreement every week. They were acquiring all this material to make nuclear weapons, even though the agreement said they couldn't do it. And we did nothing about it. We didn't break the treaty. We didn't stop them. And here we go again. Now, a prisoner swap in which in which we lessen or we loose up, I should say, six billion dollars for a country that wakes up every day trying to figure out how to destroy Israel and the United States. How do you give these people six billion dollars? Explain that to me. I can't. Uh, Biden's deal was hideous. Announced It was announced on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. Um, I, I just don't have words to describe how bad And by the way, not was. just not just announced on that day, but announced on that day from Alaska, the only president since that tragic day 22 years ago, not to be at ground zero. So there were two disrespectful things. A, he said it from Alaska, and B, like you said, I'm giving Iran $6 billion. And when Biden gave his speech in Alaska, he started out with lighthearted comments and during that speech was supposed to be about 9-11, he then went after his domestic adversaries. That is just wrong on every level. This is one of the most disgraceful events in American history. Wow. You think it's it really gets to that level, one of the most disgraceful events in American history? You're putting it right there. On a day where America lost 2,977 Americans, to mark the anniversary by talking about his high school days and then to go after Republicans, I I just don't have words for that. Really? I mean, because when you consider that he did tell us that he stood outside what looked like the gates of hell on September 12th when he was in Washington, D.C., he did tell us his son Bo died in Iraq when, in fact, he died in a hospital in the United States, He did talk about Maui, those poor people losing, I don't know how many thousands of people, but he had a kitchen fire once when he was in Hawaii. So I got to tell you, this kind of fits right in with all the other horrible lies that Joe Biden has told us. And and that is, I think, those are symptoms of diminished mental capacity. You know, whatever one may think of Biden's policies, It's clear that he is not fit to be president of the United States. But can it be both? Because Bill O'Reilly makes that same argument all the time, and I I take offense to it. I I believe it's both. I think, yes, he has diminished capabilities, but he's a creep. The man is an absolute creep. You know, I agree with you. I was just talking about uh, his mental capacity, and that alone is sufficient to disqualify him from serving as president of the United States. You know, as much as people may not want a President Harris, it's clear that Biden does not have the mental capacity to deal with this. And we are approaching a war 
a war which was made possible because of Biden's atrocious policies in Afghanistan that led to the invasion of Ukraine, which could lead to China's belligerence in East Asia. And that war is unlikely to stay conventional. We need a president who is able to exert all mental facilities to protect the United States in a moment of unique danger. Well, we can get that guy back in about 14 months. So it sounds to me, Gordon, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds to me like that guy who was in power already once, there was no Ukraine-Russia conflict, China never even flirted with going into Taiwan, Africa was, all these countries were fine. A guy is Donald Trump. So don't you think it would be in America's best interest if you hate his guts to just hold your nose, go into that booth, and bring back the guy that, for the most part, outside of COVID, had four years of peace? Absolutely. And when you talk about COVID, remember that China, once this disease got out into the Chinese population, We know that Xi Jinping changed the result of the 2020 American presidential election by making sure that COVID uh, um, ended up in America because Xi Jinping lied about transmissibility of disease and he lied about it to American officials. And then also um, he was pressuring America to take arrivals from China, (coughs) excuse, excuse me, without travel restrictions or quarantines. So Xi Jinping determined the outcome of the 2020 election. Remember, in early 2020, everyone knew that Trump was going to be reelected. COVID changed that. That's true, and it changed it in a big way. The new booklet is China is Going to War. You can follow my man Gordon Chang on X. used to be Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. He's brilliant, the best in the business. Gordon, I love when you come on. Thank you for this information this morning. It's really very valuable, especially with the president about to speak about a lot of these issues coming up in about two and a half hours. Excellent work. We'll do it again very soon. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much, Sid. I really appreciate it. You got it. Gordon Chang right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. 